1: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training,
0: and life, it's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. We are a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out, and today we're going to get geeked out on a on a subject that I love to talk about and think about protein
1: (laughs) the god of gains
0: yes for an introductory class on protein please go back to episode four which is WTF is a macro Um, we cover uh, everything carbs fat protein in that one just the basics but today we're going to cover why you should eat more protein how protein is your best friend forever when it comes to muscle growth and how much protein you should be eating each day
1: that one is a big one. And, uh, I saved the best for last on that. Sorry. Yeah. You're going to have to wait for that one. Um, but protein is good for you. There's a lot of studies out there. Like, I mean, you know how many studies I read that were like protein promotes muscle growth and it's like, yeah. okay, that's a well-established fact right. at this point. Like we know this, um, other reasons you should eat more protein. Like it's good for your bones. Contrary to the myth, animal protein isn't bad for your bones. Now, there is a lot of discussion between vegans and omnivores and scientists and whatever about whether or not red meat causes cancer and all these things. Just eat it in moderation. Like anything else, you'll be fine. Right. Exactly. You, you run no higher risk of having a well-balanced diet with animal protein in it than you would with a well-balanced diet with plant protein. It's really up to what your body likes and what your ethics say. Right. Like that's that's really the, the only thing that dictates it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so people who eat more protein, they tend to keep more bone mass as they age and they have a lower risk of osteoporosis and bone breaks. So this is super important for us, especially ladies, because we are more likely to encounter osteoporosis after menopause, which I am very impatiently waiting for. I'm hoping for early menopause at this point <laughs> in my life. Gee, just get it over with. Eating enough protein and lifting weights are a good way to keep menopause, post-menopause osteoporosis from happening. So if you start that habit now, it will be well established 10, 20, 30 years down the line when you actually encounter menopause and you'll be Gucci.
0: Right. It won't suck as bad. I mean, probably still suck, but it won't suck as bad.
1: (laughs) Have you ever had a hot flash?
0: (laughs) Um, yeah. Yo, not fun. Like (laughs) that part of it, probably still gonna happen but <laughs> They're the, worst. the other things that come along with menopause may not be as shitty <laughs>
1: i just don't want my ovaries to work anymore <laughs> shut down my baby factory it's done
0: oh man dietary protein also <laughs> boosts your metabolism which is pretty tight yes your body uses calories to digest and uses the nutrients in our food this is called the therm the thermic effect of food.
1: Now it's about to get real nerdy, just FYI. Yes.
0: <laughs> Protein has a higher thermic effect than fat or carbs. So this can help you boost your metabolism and make your body burn more calories. So on average, that number could increase by 80 to 100 calories per day.
1: And that's on the that's being conservative. I read yeah. other articles and other studies that said that it could be anywhere from 100 to 150 or 150 to 200 calories per day. But either mm. way, You want to burn more calories because the more calories your body burns, the more food you get to eat. And who doesn't want to eat more food? Honestly. Uh, Everyone. All the time. Yeah. Dependent on the day. Especially right now. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Talking about wanting to eat food all the time. Yeah, no (laughs) shit. Anyway, (laughs) eating protein will help you decrease cravings, which Mm. is also helpful when you want to boost your metabolism because cravings suck. The best way to deal with them is just by keeping them from happening in the first place. We've talked about this before. The easiest way to avoid a slip up is to not even a slip up because it's not a slip up. You're not fucking up. Nobody's going to punish you. Uh, Cravings happen. Yeah. The easiest way to crush them rather, let's put it that way, is to just make sure that they don't happen in the first place.
0: Yeah. I mean, they'll still happen from time to time, but Mm -hmm. definitely won't be as frequent By eating more protein in a balanced diet.
1: And also setting yourself up for success by not keeping that thing that you're craving in your household. Yes. Looking at myself was so (laughs) good. One study in men showed that uh, increasing protein to 25% of their daily intake reduced their cravings for late night snacks by 60%. Uh, And yeah, right? That's crazy.
0: I uh, honestly, like, truth be told, it's true. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it, is, it is because you're less, you're less likely to crash at yeah. the end of the day because you fueled your body properly and it had everything it needed.
0: Exactly. Like I used to frequently late night snack and it wasn't even just like snacking. It was like full on binging mm-hmm. because I wasn't getting what my body actually needed. It was craving something when it actually needed more protein. Yep. How that works?
1: Debugging your body signals are mm, fun. Things mm-hmm. you learn about yourself. Uh, <laughs> having a high protein breakfast has the same effect as eating your protein throughout the day. It will keep you full longer, mm-hmm. so that you're not hitting that. Like I usually call it, like the ten fifteen effect, where you yeah. get a couple hours into your day and you're just like ready to cut somebody's head off because you're starving. Already. Yes. <laughs>
0: well, and I found too that starting my day off with a higher protein meal. Mm-hmm. Like, the rest of the day, I make better decisions when it comes to food. Like, I'm not just going to grab that, like, some random-ass thing, like, uh, the packet of Oreos we always talk about, talk about. I'm probably going to grab for an apple or yeah, something because instead. Because
1: you, you set that high note already at the beginning of your day. You've already started on a good note. Why, why derail it now? Yeah, that's that's a good habit to get into, especially, again, weight loss isn't always the goal. Sometimes you just want to feel better, and this mm. is part of it too. Making sure that you're feeding yourself will make you feel better. Exactly. But it's also going to help power your metabolism in the event that you are looking to lose weight exactly so it doesn't matter what front you're on either way you probably need more protein
0: it's beneficial yeah that's what we're trying to say mm-hmm. <laughs> because your body also repairs more efficiently when you feed it enough protein
1: did you notice that about yourself when you started feeding yes. yourself better your body oh, heals faster yes i like, heal tattoos in like six days
0: yeah well at anything yeah a, a, a little paper cut
1: sliced my finger open yeah. with my swiss like army knife last week it's already those closed. movies
0: where it automatically heals itself like, not quite that fast, but yeah. it's pretty damn fast.
1: It's it's insane how fast it is sometimes.
0: Yeah. Protein, be, the reason for this is because protein is the main building block of our tissues and organs. Numerous studies have said that eating more protein after an injury can help speed up your recovery process.
1: And it's also good for your hair, for your mm-hmm. nails, for your mm-hmm. skin. I think we talk about that in a little bit. But either yes. way, you want to eat more protein. For real, dude, I sliced my finger open with my fucking Swiss Army knife the other day, and it's already healed shut. Yeah. And that was like a week ago protein protein's great like for real i love it's, it i never have
0: a problem getting i know in the beginning like when you start tracking stuff you're probably most people typically aren't as used to eating as much protein as a person needs yeah in a day but now i'm like Our culture I'm almost is all always about over dishes. on protein yes
1: me too almost
0: always me too because i love protein <laughs> cottage cheese greek yogurt beef jerky yeah. Chicken breast.
1: steak. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'd say bacon, but I bacon isn't more, bacon's more dietary fat than a dietary yeah. protein, depending <laughs> on what you get. But yeah, protein, protein's is going to help a lot of things in your body. Um, your body needs it. It's, it's like fat. It's like carbs. Your body needs it. Mm-hmm. It's why it's a nutrient. It's why it's one of yeah. the building block nutrients. Um, another thing it can help you with is it helps lower your blood pressure. High blood pressure causes heart attacks. It causes strokes. Mm-hmm. It causes kidney diseases, or kidney disease, and a host of other problems. Yep. It's been shown that higher protein intake has been linked to lower blood pressure. Mm-hmm. By the way, the sources for all of this, if you're wondering, will be linked at the bottom of the show notes on MeatheadTestKitchen.com. Yes. Uh, <laughs> increased protein lowered systolic and distal, diet, distolic? Systole and diastolic. I think is how, what it is, yes. if I remember correctly. Systolic and distolic blood pressure, according to one study, it also lowered LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, mm-hmm. and triglycerides, according to another study. Yeah. So protein. Protein. Also,
0: contrary to popular belief, won't hurt your kidneys. Yes. 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 For a really long time, you know, it goes back to the don't eat too many eggs, you'll get cancer Mm -hmm. stuff. Stuff like along the same vein. The rumor that high protein intake hurts your kidneys isn't true. It's pretty well documented that as long as you don't have kidney disease, a high protein diet won't harm you. If you eat too much, it will just exit your body via urine
1: and it's just going to stink.
0: Yeah. That's it.
1: This is why we say please go talk to a doctor before you mm-hmm. start any fitness or nutrition regimen so that you know what you're starting with because if you yeah. do have a kidney problem or if you only have one kidney or, you know, whatever, if your liver doesn't have something right that can that can have something to do with it too, you need to make sure that you're not going to hurt yourself. So right. Always, always. Oh, I don't think we can stress it enough. Yeah. If you're if you're just listening for the first time, if this is the first episode of MTK you're hearing, please go talk to your doctor before you start any fitness or nutrition regimen. Yes, absolutely. Okay that. <laughs> I always, feel like, it. I always feel like it I have to episode. do that. Yeah. I always feel like I have to do that. It's like, I don't want to, I want to make sure nobody gets hurt. Cause <laughs> that's the anti of what we're trying to do here. Protein will promote muscle growth. It has been well-documented. Like I said, a million different places that protein helps you gain muscle. We could quote you a thousand hundred bazillion gajillion infinity thousands different studies mm-hmm. from 1975 to 1980 till now like it's it's been known for quite a while protein repairs muscle tissue so when when you are working out your muscle tissue gets torn and then your body starts to repair it and when your body repairs it your muscle tissue comes back even stronger this is mm-hmm. how this is how your muscles grow this is how you you chase the gains this is where you get your aesthetics all that jazz yes thank you protein so when your muscles are exercised to the point of momentary fatigue which means that you can't do another rep immediately hmm that is when protein comes in to save the day. It transports cells, it serves as enzymes to perform various physiological processes, it acts as hormones to make sure that these body processes happen. Yeah. Protein does all of these things for you and and then some. Yeah. Honestly. Protein's badass. It is.
0: <laughs> Amino acids are the building blocks of protein and they do a lot of that heavy lifting when it comes to your body chemistry. Mm-hmm. We covered again in what the fuck is a macro, but there are 20 amino acids. Four are non-essential, nine are essential, and eight are conditional. Taking amino acids with training and eating enough protein can increase muscle protein synthesis, which is a great thing.
1: Yes. You need, synth- I think a SpongeBob. Photosynthesis. <laughs> Not even the same thing, but that's, every time I hear synthesis, because I'm a 90s kid and cartoons ruined my brain. <laughs> Uh, muscle synthesis is your friend because that's what makes strong. So mm-hmm. while protein's main role is to repair tissue, it can also be used to produce energy for your muscles when other sources of ATP, like fats and carbs, aren't available. That's a big word. I'm probably going to fuck it up. I spelled it phonetically because it's like 20 letters long. Gluconeogenesis is a term that's used when protein is converted to glycogen for ATP, which is the cell burning process. Mm -hmm. That's what fuels your body. This only happens when you have moderate to high intensity activity for a long period of time. So say that... I didn't eat very much and I went and did functional fitness for two hours Mm -hmm. or, you know, didn't do any Olympic lifting. It was a lot of cardio. It was a lot of cardio lifting. It was whatever. Mm -hmm. Your body will start to burn that protein because it doesn't have any other fuel sources. This is why we, I would say we preach it because we do talk about it a lot. And I do think that it is very non-negotiable when it comes to working out. Why you need fat and carbs before you work out. Mm -hmm because otherwise your body's going to burn protein and that's going to eat your muscles and that is the opposite of what you're trying to do. Exactly. So this is why sports drinks like Gatorade, Powerade, they have sugar in them, they have sodium to help keep gluconeogenesis from happening because you'd rather have that protein be used to build your muscles not to feel your body. Exactly. Like
0: and the it's a very different feeling when you're working out from if you have fat and carbs first. Mm-hmm. Between if you have protein first, like save your protein bar or your protein shake for after, cause yes. it's not doing the amount of good you want it to before a workout.
1: Yes. When people drink a protein shake during a workout, they're more doing it for the carbs and fat than they are for mm-hmm. the protein. Exactly. Um, so what I mean, honestly, what I do for an intra workout, if you need to have something that you sip on besides water, BCAAs with branch chain amino acids, which we mm-hmm. just talked about, that's a great choice. Um, a lot of those don't have sugar added. They're very low calorie. They actually taste really good. Mm -hmm. Um, we can put some recommendations for up or for those up on our page. Um, I just like to do like country time lemonade. I water it down a little bit and then just throw some ice and I throw my creatine in it. And that's what Mm -hmm. I drink when I work out. That's just, you know, it's nice and sweet. It keeps me from crashing. You'll feel your, every muscle in your body will feel burny. Yeah when you don't eat enough carbs and fat before you work out.
0: Yeah. And, and Bernie, like, like I'm not at, talking like acid Bernie, like yeah. sore, like yeah. you've already
1: hit your lactic acid threshold and you just started your workout. Bernie. Yeah. I know. Sucks. I'm not
0: talking like pre-workout tingly Bernie, yeah. not that Bernie. I'm Under am skin like, Bernie. Yeah. Like you don't feel personally I'm in this, it varies person to person, but commonalities. Yes. Personally for me, I can, I fatigue faster. Maybe I can do 15 reps if I ate carbs or fat before a workout, but if I have protein before a workout as my primary source of fuel, I can maybe do like 10 to 12. Yep.
1: Yeah. If, a huge I, difference. if I have a heavy, like, com if I have complexes, all I eat before I work out, I'll eat carbs right before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Then I'll wake up, eat some carbs, drink some water, probably have some coffee, maybe soda. Sometimes I drink soda as like a pre-workout just to get extra sugar in me because I don't always eat enough before I go work out, which I know isn't the best thing. Full disclosure, fully aware that this isn't the best thing for you sometimes. (laughs) It's what I've been doing lately. Not a good idea. Feed yourself actual food. Don't do what I do. (laughs) <laughs>
0: typically I will it depends on the time of day
1: yeah if I work out later I usually won't do that because I'll have enough food in me mm-hmm. but sometimes I really just need that sugar to make sure I'm not gonna die
0: yeah I'll I'll grab like if it's later in the day maybe some like I like those cheddar rice cake things Ooh, yes they're really good um, otherwise I'll just grab an apple or a banana quick really any time of day and that's enough except yesterday I was freaking starving. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to eat this and I'm also going to eat this and I'm going to eat after immediately. <laughs> I've had
1: days where we've been driving to the gym when we lived in PR. The drive from our house to the gym was like 10 minutes, I think. So we would get out of the neighborhood and then it's five minutes to the gym. It's literally right down the street. So we would like, I would grab like three slices of bread and a banana and mm-hmm. I would just fucking house. I love My toast. Way to the gym. Toast is great. Toast is like my
0: favorite food group.
1: (laughs) We were talking about what bread makes the best toast the other day, and we Mm. couldn't decide. It was a toss-up between Prepperge Farms, like Farmhouse White Bread, Dave's Killer Bread, Mm. or Wonder Bread, because I feel like Wonder Bread is like the staple of food It's got that sugar in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want toast. Damn
0: it. Not to totally sidetrack us on toast, but we (sighs) should talk about how much protein a person needs to eat in a day, because that's also important. 15 to 30% of your daily intake should be protein. Depending on your activity level, you'll fall somewhere in that range. Mine's a little higher. I go the one gram per one pound of weight mm-hmm. um, equivalent just because I want to, I'm still trying to build. Yes. And so if you're trying to build, eating a little bit more protein is a good thing.
1: I do. I Mine's pretty balanced. I would say mine's like 35, 35, 30.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: carbs and protein are both really like all three of them are super important for what I'm trying to do. I mean, I'm trying to still add mass, but I'm also still trying to stay. I I'm doing that thing where it's really difficult where you stay lean, but you're also adding mass at the same time it can be done, but it takes a long fucking time and it takes a lot of food and you have to eat very balanced. Like I've for myself, I have learned that I have to eat a pretty, pretty much a third, third and a third for that to happen, but it can. Um and it's working, which is awesome. Uh, part of my problem is sometimes I don't eat my protein in small enough portions.
0: Yeah, so it's not so evenly distributed. Yeah, I get
1: to meal time and I'm like, that's too much protein. So a good idea is to eat your protein in smaller portions throughout the day because it'll keep you feeling full. So if you have three meals and two snacks, each with an appropriate serving of protein, um, just take that you know your daily number and divide it by five. That's all you have to do. Right. That's yeah it. that's all the math. it's it's really easy. not scary. yeah I well and I it de-
0: like you said, it depends on how many meals you're eating a day. Mm-hmm. I like to aim for about because of where I'm at about 30 to 35 grams per meal um, and then I've got my snacks in there, which accounts for the rest of it.
1: I'd say I usually eat between eight to ten ounces of protein a meal.
0: yeah. I was just looking up my percentages. I'm 32 43 25 so my fat's a little lower, but yeah, whatever. It's good. It's working. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> fat and carbs, they kind of do the same thing sometimes. As long as you're getting enough fat to make sure that your hormones and yeah. your joints are happy and your brain is good. For sure.
0: Um, almost half of your protein in your body is mus- Is in muscle tissue, yes. by the way. Yes. The rest of it is skin, bone, and organs, including your kidneys and liver.
1: By the okay. way, you know how awesome your liver is? You can literally cut chunks out of it. And yeah. it will re... Plenish itself dude that is I pretty badass so this is a rabbit hole about livers um I looked at actually donating part of my liver to my brother when he was sick before we realized that like nothing was gonna work um and your liver is really fucking cool yeah yeah (laughs) like if you've never actually looked at what your liver does yes it filters the booze out of your blood and all Mm -hmm. that stuff um but like go look at what your liver does for you. If you have five minutes to go nerd out about a thing today on your phone while you're on the toilet taking a dump, like read what your liver does for you. One
0: of your uh, couple dumps in a day because you're eating enough fiber. You're
1: you're eating a well-rounded diet, so you're pooping two to four times a day. Or you just don't want to work, so you're taking a 10 minute break by hiding in the bathroom listening to this podcast, sitting hey, on the toilet. I'm t- not guilty of doing you. that at all, ever. Dude, one of my old jobs, we had a basement in the bathroom, and I would just dip down there and hide. <laughs> like, I don't want to deal with you. I'm going to go downstairs and act like I'm taking a shit. Oh, yes. Yeah, so learn about your liver. Make sure you're eating your fibers so you are pooping three times a day Mm. so that you have an opportunity to learn about your liver. And uh, if you're chasing the gains, lean meat, eggs, chicken, fish, and cheese are going Mm. to be your friends. But don't worry, vegetarian and vegan friendos. Soy will help you as well. So unless you are allergic to soy, then it's going to be a little more difficult. Soy is the only plant-based protein that has all eight essential amino acids. Uh, if you eat too much soy, there can be things with hormonal issues, Mm -hmm. uh, like soy makes faux estrogen and it can fuck up your body. Um, so again, make sure that you know what you're starting with in your baseline in your body, what is good for your body, what isn't good for your body, because that set of rules is different for every single individual walking this planet.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. Like, again, one size doesn't fit Establish your baseline. (laughs) Yes.
1: Establish your baseline. Like
0: we, first of all, like very differently... Build you and I very differently. Build muscle. Our diets are a little different.
1: Yeah, they're pretty essentially similar.
0: the same, but a little different. We work out the same, but we look very different. Mm-hmm. That's what we mean by saying one size doesn't fit all. Like things work for you that may not necessarily work for me. It's really just playing around with things until you get to what you're comfortable with and what gets you to where you want to go.
1: Yeah, like the macro recommendation from your macro calculator, if you're just now, because macros are just now taking off. uh, They're mainstream now, apparently. So we've been the cool kids. We've (laughs) been knowing about macros for a while. Um, If you do have any questions about macros, hit us up in an email. Hello at MeatHeadTestKitchen.com. You can you can kind of fudge those numbers after you've tried them for a little while. If you're not, if you feel that you're still hungry or that you are run down, maybe you do need to bump that protein a little bit, or maybe you do need some more carbs and a little bit less fat. Yep. It's really like,
0: and we can, if you want a refresher, go back to episode four. I know we keep referencing that through these last three episodes, but that is the baseline is that episode. Yeah. Um, When you first get your, if you've never calculated them before, you're going to be like, what, WTF? <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, you're just going to be like, I don't because know what the not, hell any of this means. It's not what you're used to, and it's a different way of tracking things, but those numbers are a general idea to go off of to establish your baseline. And you can only establish your baseline if you stick to those yes. consistently, bingo, um, for at least six to eight weeks. you will. You may spike a little bit because your diet is changing, and you're eating more whole foods, mm-hmm. it you may drop a little bit of weight, but then you will taper off. Yes. If you continue to go down and that is not your goal, then you adjust after six to eight weeks. Yeah,
1: that's when you would add more carbs to your diet right. or whatever. Um if you've leveled off,
0: that's when and you want to continue to lose weight after six to eight weeks, that's when you bring them down just a little bit. Yep. Take and out it's like five hundred calories. Yeah. It's it ends up being like, I don't know, it's like 25 grams here and there yeah
1: it's it's nothing huge um i did read an article somebody posted on twitter the other day because all i do lately is sit on my couch and read social media because i don't leave my house but um somebody was like so it's just a fancy way of counting calories and it's like yes it is a fancy way of counting calories however when you count calories all you're focusing on is the, the calories number. you're not focusing on what you're eating in yep. the calories this is why macros are different and this is why macros are I think are the most successful way of tracking your food intake Mm -hmm. because you actually learn, you you know, learn what what your body likes. Yes.
0: And you know what you're putting in your body and what amounts based off of those portion sizes. Yes, absolutely. You
1: don't have to count macros forever. No. I don't fucking count macros that often anymore. I still if I, play like, the,
0: I know about how much this yeah. is game with myself, and then I get super excited when I'm dead on. Yeah. You get to know.
1: You know. Like, after you do it long enough, you'll have a feel for it. It's like anything that you do, that muscle memory will be there, and oh, you'll yeah. just be like, oh, this is, that looks about seven ounces of chicken. Yeah. You know, like, you don't have to count macros forever. I don't think you should count macros forever. Macros are always going to be there. Like, for me, if I... If I go on a bender for a couple of weeks and I don't train and I eat like an asshole or whatever because mm-hmm. life is awful, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I start paying attention to macros again. It's like, yeah. oh, my eating is out of and order. And once you know to how just, to do it, it's yeah. so
0: easy to hop back on.
1: Yeah, it's always there. And like, you don't have like to It's like riding a bike. It. No, yeah. once you learn it and you got it down,
0: like it's you just go back to it if and you it, feel like you need to.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where you are going to get so incredibly frustrated and it's not going to make any fucking sense <laughs> for like two weeks. And, and then, then you'll finally be like, you'll be like, Oh, yeah, you'll amazing. have your epiphany and you'll be like, Oh, this makes complete sense now.
0: Exactly. Just like to reestablish something that we bring up a lot on this podcast trying to get your protein or your carbs or your fat mm-hmm. from whole foods when it's possible. Oh, yes. Like, do not rely on shakes as your main source of protein. Okay, like, shakes are good and they have a benefit. If you don't think in your day you're going to be able to meet your protein, maybe you're fucking busy. Yeah. Totally fine. But don't rely on that to get you to your allotment of protein for the day. They
1: are a supplement. Yes. A supplement is not a substitute for a meal. I don't give a fuck how many companies tell yep. you that a shake is a substitute for a it's meal. Not. A shake is not a substitute for Whole Foods. No, it's not. Looking at you, Huel, or whatever the fuck you are. <clears throat> That's what I think.
0: It sounds it looks like puke. Like it it's does. like the word looks like how puke sounds.
1: <clears throat> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess we won't be hearing from them. <laughs> That's okay. I don't want to hear from them anyway.
1: But they're part se- of the
0: problem. <laughs> but seriously, like Sadie said, like, protein shakes supplements a protein bar is not a substitute for a whole food yeah it can get you from point a to point b if you are busy and in a pinch and you may not maybe you work overnight shifts so one day when you're working your overnight shifts you don't eat as much in those days okay but then on the days that you are off Make sure that you're getting those whole foods in. I get their purpose and they do have a purpose and they do, they're pretty tasty, but relying on them ends up biting you in the ass a little bit It because then you don't know, I feel like from personal experience, I kind of relied on them for a little bit because I didn't realize I was already eating a lot of protein, but I didn't realize how much protein I needed to be eating to Mm -hmm. get to where I wanted to go. So I was relying on them for a little bit because it it's kind of hard sometimes. But then once I was trying, not wean myself off because they're not addictive, but trying to- To ins- consume less. Yes. Yeah. Um, and have more whole foods. I found it difficult, even harder almost, to meet my protein for the day because they are so high in protein. So then I'm like sometimes scrambling at the end of the day mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, 20 short because normally I'd be having a protein shake, like we don't want you to get, want you to get to that point.
1: If you are going to habitually take protein shakes or, or, uh, what's the other protein casein, uh, I think is the other one that you take at night. Um, so you can do like a, if you want to shake in the morning as you're driving to work because you don't have time to eat an actual food. Mm-hmm. Cool. Drink your shake in the car and then eat when you get to work and you have a chance that can right. be your ten fifteen or whatever, you know? Right um you can make protein pudding you can make protein ice cream with
0: protein that pudding legit.
1: that slow so burn good. that slow burn I think it's casein protein. casein casein I don't know yeah. how to pronounce it I'm learning I'm still yeah. learning these things <laughs> my books came in the mail today um but either way regardless of how it's pronounced whether or not I butchered it um that is best consumed the night before because your body will burn it and have it available in the morning, which mm-hmm. will also make you less hungry in the morning, which is a bonus. Yeah. Um,
0: so, and you, maybe you're not a breakfast eater, yeah, but that's you want to get your, you know, your protein in. The point we're trying to make is like,
1: everything yeah. serves a purpose. Exactly. There's room It's just for not things. a replacement
0: wholly for actual whole yes. foods. Yes. That's the only point we're trying to make.
1: If it comes to having a shake or eating a meal, please eat the meal. Yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk about protein. We're proud to be a Heard At Media podcast. Please subscribe and rate us anywhere you stream your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, iHeartRadio, iTunes, basically anywhere. Fuck, we might even have a SoundCloud. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we have... We have all over the place. So when you're not keeping up with us, uh, we've got you covered. We have an unbeatable deal for you. If you're a Husker fan, you can get three months of Hail Varsity for the Ooh. price of a month. That's only two ninety nine. That's a sweet deal. All you have to do is use our code Meathead M E A T H E A D. A Hail Varsity subscription includes both the magazine and their all premium digital content. That is a Just deal tight. that you don't want to miss. The magazine, like if you if you go to the grocery store, you'll see Hail Varsity on the end cap at, at your newsstand in the yeah. grocery store. It is, it's legit. Like one of my favorite things about this company that we work for is that they don't half-ass anything. Yeah. And if you if you pick up an issue of Hail Varsity, it is top-notch. Like the writing is great. The photography is great. Mm -hmm. The layouts are great. Everything about it is just fantastic. And it's
0: content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Right. Like legitimately.
1: Yeah. Unless you follow us on Twitter or whatever.
0: Right. Right. Exactly.
1: So make sure that make sure that you're in on that. Hail Varsity is a great 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 resource if you are a Husker fan. 3 months will cost you 2.99. You can subscribe now at hailvarsity.com/subscribe. Use our code meathead and I mean we are biased. Our friends work there, but <laughs> they do a really good job. So they hit do. up Hail Varsity, see what they're all about and uh, use our code meathead at checkout to save some chingling.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, to recap today's episode, protein is filling. It's useful. It is delicious, and it will not wreck your kidneys. Um, If you've got any questions about protein, carbs, fat, macros – just want to scream into the void. Please hit us up. Hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com. You can find us everywhere on social media um, at Meathead Sadie and at Meathead Sasha on Instagram and find the show on Instagram and Facebook at Meathead Test Kitchen and on Twitter at MTK Staff. Again, thank you guys so much for listening every week. We love it. We love getting your questions. We love it when you send us DMs and just want a high five or you've got concerns and we can help you out.
1: Yeah, we appreciate what, it. whatever you're up to. We appreciate knowing. Like, yeah. I've been talking to people with all the stuff that's happened with the ice storm in Austin this week, and mm-hmm. it's like, hey, yo, what you need? Yeah. Bless social sure. media for that. Yeah, absolutely. It's like one of the great things about social media. It does media. serve a
0: purpose. It's, it's not, not bad. nice of, to one another. It's not bad. Hopefully, all the time. we get there all the time. Yeah,
1: right? <laughs> cool. Eat your protein, wash your hands, wear your mask, be nice to people. Head test kitchen. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.